Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Thanks for joining iSmart Podcast. On the show, we have Jeremy Maleka. He is the CEO of Biocanic, which is a digital health platform uh, in the cash payer space. Very unique. Uh, and he is also was the vice president at ResMed, just a very small company there, you know, uh, M&A strategy that spent over three years there um, doing about $2 billion in uh, capital acquisitions, growing the company. So um, a lot of great things that Jeremy has done. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Great. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. So we have a lot of things to talk about. You know, you've been in the medical space for quite a long time and with the pandemic and COVID and everything like that, um, you have a lot of uh, a lot of great information that we can share with our listeners. But um, where are you from originally, Jeremy? Yeah. So I grew up in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, so I am an Oregon duck, true and true. Nice. Uh, yeah. It was, I'm, uh, I'm, it was I'm up north as well, so it makes yeah. sense. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so you, so you grew up there, and um, and, and where are you where are you at right now? Yeah, so I'm in San Diego. I've had a a little bit of a journey throughout my career. Uh, interestingly, uh, you know, I started out. I've always been, at, you know, really into health and wellness. Even as a as a kid, I always talk about I've like the Eat to Win book and the Complete Book of Abs and the Zone Diet. Uh, so I was doing all of that even, you know, when I was, you know, 14, 15 years old, I actually uh, started out down the pathway of being an athletic trainer, uh, started that in high school, actually, it's halfway to certification and then realized uh, I didn't want to spend my life on a sideline of junior, you know, junior varsity soccer games. Uh, and a cool so, idea, right? And then yeah. you're like, and then you realize what they do on a daily, you're like, eh, probably not yeah. for me. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, my passion was really around math and data and, and all the uh, opportunity there. And so I actually was at Oregon at the time and then transferred to Northwestern University uh, for biomedical engineering, which is really what kind of set me into my career in the in the actual medical space. Okay, nice. Yeah. So so when did you eventually come down to San Diego? Because I mean, I'm from up north Washington area as well. And, um, you know, I came, I came down here, you know, about seven years ago, I just was tired of the gloom and the weather and the, you know, the immense amount of random Starbucks or random coffee shops, like on every corner. Yeah. Um, when did you uh, come to San Diego? Yeah. So, so obviously growing up in Oregon, I didn't know that the sun came out in the winter cause it rained for seven months. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. I, was yeah. like, I came down then, in December. I was like, this, this exists like two yeah. hours away, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then in Chicago at Northwestern, I realized the sun does come out in the winter, but it's really, really cold. Yeah. And uh, snow sucks. And uh, so I was at Northwestern. I was working for GE Medical Systems and their acute uh, care EMR division. And I uh, got an opportunity to come out to San Diego. And I remember being in the moving truck, coming out to my uh, job at a cardiovascular device company here. And I was like, I will never live in snow or rain again. 
and thus yeah. I've been San Diego forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just like it's hard to it's hard to beat it. Like I yeah. like I'm here now, so it's like what it's January, end of January. We had that we had a crazy wind, but then now it's just like phenomenal. It's perfect. Yeah. So, um, so so what, so you were in the medical field. You were in the medical industry. You were working with ResMed for quite some time. How long were you with them? Yeah. So I spent uh, a, about 13 years with ResMed. A little over 13 years with ResMed. Uh, started out, so I actually, you know, being an engineer, uh, it's one of my mentors like to say, I folded my brain in half and then got into marketing. Yeah. Uh, and then, so I was ended into product management, uh, started at ResMed as a, a, you know, a junior product manager, um, and really just kind of grew throughout the organization as, as ResMed grew, you know, when I started there, it was, uh, you know, slightly over $400 million in total revenue now well over $3 billion in run rate revenue for a, for a really, really special company that really gave me a lot of opportunity to learn and grow. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like it. And so did you eventually just kind of transition out of there? What happened when you, when you eventually left ResMed? Yeah. So, you know, I, is, you know, one of the big kind of accomplishments that I led there was um, le- getting the, the company to commit to doing uh, cellular comms on board on their medical devices. It was a huge risk. Uh, you know, it was, you know, pricing was going the other direction and they committed to actually becoming a digital company. Uh, now the largest connected medical device company in the world, which then led to opening the door to saying, well, now we have all this great connectivity, but what do we do with the data? And then uh, I moved because of my background in software engineering, moved into uh, the what was the health informatics group. And we started actually acquiring a number of different software as a service platforms. And so uh, the company, and we built out a strategy related to this idea of connecting uh, different uh, settings from the out-of-hospital settings. So things like DME, home health, hospice, uh, skilled nursing, and really this idea and this journey that the company is still on, which is creating a kind of a frictionless and seamless infrastructure to drive better outcomes for patients in the place where they want to be, which is their home. Yeah. Uh, and so from that, that was just like a massive learning for me. Um, so I was able to really understand kind of, you know, corporate structure, valuation, how to think about value creation and opportunity while this company, you know, while this company was maturing and evolving into the S&P 500 company that it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, but what really led me to leave was uh, I was actually, like most individuals, late 30s, starting to see personal declining health, not getting answers from the traditional space, doing all the right things, eating less, moving more, sober months, you know, eating gluten-free, organic, and doing all the right things. And literally everything was going in the wrong direction. Weird. Um, so what happened was I went, uh, you know, my wife was training to be a functional medicine practitioner. I went through the process. It was completely disjointed, inefficient. There was no technology tools really built around this idea of a longer term engagement with your health practitioner. Everything was built around kind of the traditional space. Yeah. And having that experience, understanding all the software platforms like EMRs, you know, disease management and and these technology tools that exist in the medical space. It was like, look, let's build a platform for this purpose built of functional health and longitudinal engagement with their patients. And that's really what caused me to just make the jump and, and start and found the company in 2018. Crazy. So it was just like kind of your immediate exposure in a personal sense to like yeah. all these different platforms that you saw there was a big space to kind of just enhance uh, or, or better like connect all these things together. Um, so what is like the pur- purpose built function that you kind of developed, you know, in the medical space? What was it? What did you eventually develop after you kind of left ResMed? I, I don't know how long that transition was too. It wasn't yeah. not like it's very easy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 
look, though, one of the things that, you know, everybody feels is everything is one size fits all when it comes to health. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, no, you need to do the vegan diet. No, you need to be, you know, low carb, high fat or keto, right? And the reality is, it's much more nuanced than that. And in this space of functional medicine, these practitioners are building the nuance for each individual. But they do that through a highly complex process, through self-assessment forms, family history, medical history. And then they do a lot of non-standard uh, metabolic testing. So things like microbiome testing, right. saliva testing, food sensitivities, and they build an individual program for you where you're at metabolically. Uh, and so my experience was, you know, it took us a long time to get to the root of what the issue was. That could have been done with data technology, machine learning, understanding what similar what worked for similar people like me. Um, there was a lot of, you know, specific insights, right? So for me, I was hyperinsulinemic, which was driving an estrogen response. And the natural thing would be to go on a keto diet. But the problem is I have reactivity to beef proteins. And so, you know, you have to, it's a that very, work. <laughs> right? So it, it actually would send me in the wrong direction if I was making those food choices. And so you multiply that on an individual basis times somebody who's running a business who wants to work 40 to 60 hours, you just run out of time. And so these practitioners were rate limited and they need technology to be efficient and to scale. Uh, and that was the clear value proposition and the opportunity that I see in the industry. And then you think about, you know, my background being in engineering and machine learning, you know, bringing all of this siloed data into a single place, that is the natural application for machine learning and AI, is this really augmented intelligence to help a clinician understand data quickly, effectively, and really get on the right track from the outset. A lot of times it's a lot of trial and error. You know, it's a big learning curve from a trainer, from a training perspective for new practitioners coming in. And it like, you know, with all of the new technologies, the low cost nature of cloud-based computing, AI off the shelf in terms of a lot of the, the tools that the cloud providers have, it seems to coming together at the right time where individuals are now highly focused on personalized health and wellness and they're looking for individual solutions. They're no longer willing to just do Super limited on time too. I don't know how long these like doctor calls are, but they're not very long. You know, like, you know, I know many of them, they could be 15 minutes, you know, 10 to 15 minutes sometimes. Right. Exactly. Well, exactly. And look, your practice, your general practice practitioner in the traditional payer reimbursed world cannot afford the time to spend with you to figure out what's really going on at the root. And what happens is you end up getting prescriptions to resolve symptoms. You don't really understand what the root cause Which is. Which then causes all kind of additional issues and other problems because exactly. you can misdiagnosis. And then people have a huge trust issue with doctors now because I think of the lack of information or maybe systems that they're using that are a little bit old school. They're getting, giving false, I mean, it's just, bad, it's just a bad diagnosis at the end of the day. Right. And then they get, then they don't trust them because it's, you know, it wasn't really helping them. And then they did, then they distrust all doctors because of one doctor. And then, you know, so, so how is, so how's biocanic kind of like helping resolve these issues? Yeah. And so, so what's happening in this particular part of the industry is the, there's a, a growing number of physicians, the estimated growth rate in this marketplace is about 20%. And so what we see is we see um, a range of different practitioner types uh, from dietitians to osteopaths to naturopaths, but even MDs who have become frustrated with that kind of volume-based 15 minutes per patient are now actually diversifying and getting trained in what is holistic medicine, right? And you think about it from a physician standpoint, nobody gets into being a physician to, you know, having a high volume, low time with an individual. They want to work with patients, right? 
they yeah. don't want the administrative burdens of insurance billing and everything else. And so these, these clinicians are coming in and they're really building these businesses around this particular approach, which has been just really uh, incredible from a growth perspective. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, so, I mean, I, I, so, so, so specifically, um, you know, with Biocanic, like the system's already launched, like the, yeah. I mean, you guys are already, already alive. What kind of like transformation have you guys seen? Like once, once you guys start to implement this? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, for, for us, what we do is we're like pure at like straight out of the playbook for an agile lean startup playbook. Right. So we start with one, the highest pain point workflow. We solve it and we continuously grow and do that. Now we've gotten to where, you know, we've, you know, released, you know, new feature releases every two to three weeks. Now our value proposition is super strong. So that when somebody walks in and doesn't see what, uh, hasn't known what we do, they come in, they see a demo, they go like, oh my God, this is solves all of my workflows and pain points because it is, although many individuals are different, it's always a lot of the same approach, which is I have a ton, in order to make a personalized health recommendation to correlate all the data, I need a ton of data right. and I need to be able to make sense of it. And without a, a technology platform that's purpose built for this approach, it becomes very manual. And all of a sudden people start to recognize I'm spending six to eight hours with each individual patient just to get them started. And then I am managing them on a longer term basis. So I have my install base of patients, right? I'm also losing patients because I may not, you know, I may have overwhelmed them with data and this all comes together in terms of the technology platform for the space. So it's a really great uh, technology product market fit in terms of where we're going. Yeah. I mean, the saving time is like, it's like most important than ever. Everyone's medical records are being like on blast right now. Like even if you don't have a medical record or you're being, you're, they're developing a medical record for you and, you know, like, and then everything's leveraged on it, especially with COVID and everything that's happening. So what have you seen as far as the differences with COVID and biocanic, like at different transitions or maybe, maybe the way that you've seen, you know, this thing grows. I mean, obviously sounds like you guys just launched this last year and it's this whole industry has been on steroids right now. So, um, so what, what are some of the things that you've seen as far as growth? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, you know, literally 12 months ago, you know, what January, you know, it was when I was having these conversations with potential investors and I'm talking about a new approach to healthcare and I'm having to educate them on ideas about, chronic inflammatory stress and being immunocompromised. It was literally, you know, people's eyes are glossing over. They have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, now yeah. you literally open up CNN.com or Google news. And there's something about chronic inflammatory stress related to COVID outcomes or chronic inflammatory stress or autoimmune relative to vaccine. Yeah. Right. And, and now all of a sudden everybody's a virologist and understands the immune system. Now all of a sudden my conversations are much more effective as yeah. to why this approach is important as we think about rather than disease management, we think about holistic health management. And so, you know, yes, we were disrupted trade shows, conferences, marketing has all been a challenge, but now we've showed up to a market that is looking for digital remote management tools. So a digital health platform to engage with their patients remotely, along with getting people generally healthy so that they aren't in those high risk COVID categories. And so it's been, you know, it's, it's been different because we've had to think, rethink our sales and marketing strategy, yeah. but the tailwinds from this is really what's exciting. You know, we really, you know, I hope that people will commit to this, that when the, the pandemic passes and it will, that people don't fall back into the same type of, you know, fast food, you know, chain restaurant lifestyles. And they actually are really engaged because they understand the importance of having general health 
and really from an alignment perspective, you know, if your health is better, practitioners are happier, they're seeing more patients, you know, you're taking costs out of the system. Like it's great to be in an industry where if you're successful and you execute appropriately, everybody wins. Yeah. You're like transforming uh, people's lives, you know, like right. all these things are really, really important right now. I think more than, more than ever before. So, I mean, what you guys are doing is, is, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, is, is what is kind of some of the things, obviously you probably, you know, ran into a ton of hurdles, a lot yeah. of different challenges, you know, in the past year trying to figure out how to, how to really kind of take on a you know, a trillion dollar industry. Right. So, yeah. um, so what are the things, what are the challenges that you've kind of ran into right now? Um, like in the past like year? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, a big part of this particular industry is conferences and trade shows and they basically disappeared. Right. And yeah, we still don't even know when they're going to come back. There's so a really, billion dollar industry disappeared. <laughs> right. And, and look, you know, it's, it's, it's hard from, you know, if we're in consumer health and wellness you know, if you Google search that everybody in the world is trying to sell the next supplement, the next therapy, the next juice cleanse, right? Yeah, so SEO yeah. is not an effective advertising approach for us. Uh, virtual conferences are great from an attendee perspective, but guess what? During the expo halls, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to deal with the kids. I got to get, you know, make lunch. So that focused time that you would normally get as a vendor, you're not getting. And so yeah. that is the disruption that's been really challenging to work through. And I think it, all most industries are going through that. Uh, so that that is kind of our biggest challenge from a from a technology standpoint. I mean, this it, it's a lot of fun because there's so many new things, so many great things, so many new ways to solve new problems. And the the approach, you know, which was, you know, 10 years ago, it was kind of like, you know, I hold on to this. I'm not going to integrate. I'm not going to partner. Now, everybody, because of the way APIs and integrations work, everybody thinks about ecosystem approaches and more open to conversations. And it doesn't always have to be solved by me. Mm. We can actually solve it together and we can both benefit and our customer benefits as well. And so I think those, you know, there, you know, there are definitely some challenges, but I think as this is starting to evolve and this kind of collaboration approach, I think is really exciting. Yeah, definitely. And there's, there's always different ways that we're going to be, you know, transitioning uh, into like networking and um, collaborating again in a, in a more intimate level. You know, I'm, I'm working in, a, in several different ways and, and trying to figure out how to expand in that space in a more uh, intimate setting. And we're, there's going to be some really phenomenal things that are going to move forward. And, and I think that, you know, something that, you know, Biocanic is working on uh, is incredibly important, you know, like, because, you know, time, can literally save someone's life. Right. So, um, you know, being able to, to reduce all these things and, and pull things together and make it easier for, for clinicians and, and, and different physicians and things like that, I think is, uh, is, is a very, very noble cause. So, um, so what are the, some of the things that you maybe, uh, that you're, you're looking for, like maybe from, from the audience, is there any like individuals or are you are you still looking for like different seed investors to continue yeah. to grow or, yeah, I mean, you know, we're you know we're a startup, so we're always looking for to expand our investor network. Uh, a big, a big important part of that, though, is we don't fit within the traditional health tech space because we are not focused on the payer or the insurance world. This we're really looking for people that understand this is a health tech in a consumer space, right? Mm -hmm. So this is really about re refocusing consumer dollars that are already being spent in a more effective way. Uh, in this type of health tech. So that's, it's exciting, but people need to understand that this is an evolving market. It's accelerating market, but it's still going to be, you know, this is where the puck is going. And so it doesn't necessarily have a clear answer right now. Uh, the other side of that is we're always, like I said, with this ecosystem approach, we're always looking to partner. 
if there are things that we can do to help, you know, you know, streamline the approach, create awareness, partner, you know, geographical approaches, um, you know, we always take meetings, especially in this space, we don't, we have competitors. I don't view them as competitors. You know, ignorance is our competitor relative to this market. Right. You know, this collaboration is at the end of the day, right? So that's why it, you always, exactly. you know, you, know, you can end up working it. one of these companies. There are other technology companies out there that we would compete against. You know, we don't really run into them much, but adoption of technology, centralizing data is what's going to push this industry forward. And that floats all boats. And so that's, you know, we're always willing to partner and have conversations, uh, especially if for like-minded individuals. Uh, and so that's really just, you know, how do we get in contact, connect with people, even if there's academic institutions that are thinking about more holistic or integrative approaches, we'd love to have those conversations. 100%. That's great. I mean, there are a lot of people that are in the medical space and I mean, people that are listening to the show that are in the medical space, um, you know, definitely reach out to Jeremy and kind of see, you know, yep. I mean, help him. Uh, maybe there could be a connect point. I mean, there's always some sort of connect point. This is a massive industry, obviously. So um, you never know, like, you know, who you're going to meet, who you're going to talk to. So uh, Jeremy, how do, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, so that way, maybe uh, help you expand in this, uh, in the healthcare and health platform industry. Yeah. Yeah, so super easy. My my email is Jeremy J E R E M Y at Biocanic B I O C A N I C dot com, uh, and then you can always hit us up at Biocanic dot com. Uh, if you just click request a demo, uh, it will actually book a thirty minute meeting with me. Uh, so if that's the easier, least resistance path, always happy to take that. I have do meetings all day, every day, uh, like pretty much everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all day, home, every day. So I we we always say you know we're you know we we're mostly mostly virtual, but uh, we were trying to be mostly virtual before it was cool, and now everybody's doing it, so it's not as unique anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, we're 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 in the future. We're we're five yeah. years ahead without even really realizing it, right? Exactly. Well, Jeremy, I love the name Biocanic. It's fantastic. You know, I love the purpose. Um, it is definitely a purpose-built software and purpose-driven uh, company. And you have a lot of future, a lot of great things coming your way. I can already tell. So, um, so thank you so much for being on the show. And we'll definitely have you on a little bit later on this year uh, and see how you guys are growing. Uh, you know, obviously startups have are they're very vibrant. They're always changing. Uh, and they're very exciting. So, you know, um, so appreciate everything you're doing and we'll have you on the show and uh, have a good rest of your day. Awesome. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.